Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about what if Ultron won, I think that's the title. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's up, y'all? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. So yeah, we're talking about uh, what if and many other things, uh, I'm sure. But uh, before we go any further, we want to make sure that we always remember our pickle of the week. Oh, I remembered five seconds before I said it that I oh, said I was going to say pickle of. That's crazy. I did remember. That's crazy. Uh, my pickle of the week this week is a game. It is uh, the original Adventures Reincarnated number six, Temple of Elemental Evil. Um, this is going to be available at all Bedrock City locations. And if you don't know what these are, these are really, really cool uh, D&D products. So what it is, it's made by Goodman Games. And what they, to, what they do is they take an, an old first edition adventure, in this case, Temple of an Elemental Evil, and they reprint it in its original format, uh, unedited. And then they will have behind the scenes content, interviews, all that type of stuff. And then they will have uh, the same module reprinted, but updated for fifth edition. It's really, really cool. And this is the first time they've done a two book set. Uh, it's awesome. It's in a really nice slipcase. I picked mine up today. It's really, really cool. And if you're into D&D and vintage D&D, definitely need to pick this up while it's still in print because these things do go out of print. So sure. I would recommend going to check that out. My pickle this week is uh, an image book. It's called The Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Uh, it's by Rick Remender and uh, Andre uh, Aru. I got the preview of this book uh, about a month or two ago. Uh, I read the first three issues. It's real good. So I think y'all should uh, come pick up this first one. Oh, nice. First it three, does look huh? good. Yeah, looks good. Uh, it reads it reads pretty well. Yeah, I read the first three. Uh, they they were all really good. So I'll pick up that. My pickle is a Marvel event series. I would call it an event, right? Because it's tie-ins. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's called it's Darkhold Alpha. It's the I guess prologue to Darkhold. Um, it's a Wanda centered event. So that's what makes me excited about it. At least she seems to be prominent. She's on some of the covers. Um, some uh, some dark force has uh, gotten a hold of the dark hold, and uh, Wanda is gathering different magic users to stop them. That's it. There's not there's nothing too uh, too deep about it, but I'm excited. I don't know how this fits in continuity wise because Wanda's having a whole other situation in Trial of Magneto. Um, but I know this was delayed, so I think it's supposed to take place before that, right, Ron? Yeah, I'm pretty positive it does. Yeah. Are you re- reading Trial of Magneto? Uh, I read the first. Nope, I did not read any of them. <laughs> okay, there's I a whole am, Wanda thing in that that would make it so that she's indisposed. But uh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Just read it in the order you want. But it's I written mean, by Steve Orlando, who I really like. So apparently, it's going to be a pretty hot book anyway because it's uh the first dark hold defiled according to the speculation groups. So mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, come in and uh, get that while you can while supplies dark last. was in that show that we watched. Duh. Remember what? Yeah, one of them. Falcon the, and the Winter one with, Soldier. The one with Mephisto? Yep. Loki? No, Squid no. Game. Uh, it wasn't Squid Game. I, I don't know. I don't know her. 
Red light. That's my pickle. That's your pickle. Okay. Well, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It'll also help us achieve our goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. And once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we, we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Before we go further, Ron, you got number ones for me? What number ones are coming out this week? Uh, do. I got a bunch. Uh, yeah, there are, there's a lot. Are, are you afraid of Dark Side? One no. shot. Uh, Arkham City, the order of the world uh dc horror presents soul plumber uh wonder woman 80th anniversary 100 page spectacular one shot uh jennifer's jennifer blood righteous thirst for vengeance dark hold alpha one shot eternal celestia one shot chicken devil dirtbag rapture intrusion one shot out rick and morty presents snuffles goes goes to war one shot and zoro flights that's a lot eternal celestia looks good it That's does. the first appearance too. It's the first appearance of, uh, of all of them of Thanos. No, it's <laughs> first uh, Thanos. Of, of Celestia. Are you gonna let me finish? Of the Eternals. Go it's ahead, the I'm first sorry. appearance of Ajax, who um, Ajax some... from Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first appearance of Ajax, otherwise known as Sama Hayek and Makari. Um, I don't remember the actress's name, the one with the speed powers, but they are men traditionally in the comics, but they've been missing from the current Eternals books. But now they're reincarnated as women, a.k.a. they look more MCU uh, adjacent in this. So I think it's the first appearance of the modernized Ajax and Makari. They turned them into a woman. They turned them. (laughs) They turned them into a woman. The feminist agenda. Here, boycott Eternals. <laughs> God. No more girl Alrighty, heroes. No more girl heroes. Well, right. uh, this is my last time recording. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's it for the number ones. Let's get into our events. So this week, I'll go first, as I always do. So this week, we have Keyforge on the 8th. Uh, at my location at uh, Clear Lake at 7 p.m. Uh, registration begins at 6. We're running a sealed event. going to be a lot of fun, as always. Perfect for new players uh, sealed, definitely. Um, Keyforge is also going to be on the 22nd, um, I believe. Yes, the 22nd, and that is going to be a trick-or-treat format, which I have uh, will have more details on next week. Um, so stay tuned for that. And then also, on Saturday the 16th at 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., we have our first ever Comic Craft Night at the uh, Clear Lake location. Uh, and probably if that event is a success, is a success we're going to be touring it uh, to the Sugar Land location at the very least. Because um, they asked. The Galleria. We will. Okay. First. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. No, that's the closer. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Galleria is like, yeah, I got to do the warm up, the warm up tour first. You're right, you're right. Before we, you know. Perfect it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, come down to my store uh, uh, Saturday the 16th, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, you pay 20 bucks and you get uh, Dylan with this Mysterio hot toy. Um, uh Anyway, you pay 20 bucks and you get a short box and you get access to all sorts of cool comics that are not in sellable condition, otherwise meaning they came in damaged. 
shout out to um, our new distributor. So I have a bunch of damaged Marvel books from this week. So, you know, you can have some really uh, current uh, stuff uh. if you want to oh, wow. put them in there. You know, that's real cool. Um, I You got you know, any uh, Dark Gold? Uh, barely. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah, we do, we do have some damaged ones. Yeah, so you can. That's what I mean. Sweet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I have all sorts of damaged stuff. So uh, come in and check it out um, and you get a box to take home. And you can use our Mod Podge and brushes and all that stuff. And and led by people that actually know what they're doing, not me. Uh, led by Monica, my assistant manager, and Shay, uh, one of my employees, uh, who's a big arts and crafts person. So The worst part is to clean up. So this sounds perfect, you know? You yeah. don't have to do all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm only there for this first one to, you know, help it get off the ground, you know? It's exciting. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, come down for it, please. But we're, this one is being real low key. We're only advertising it on Discord, the podcast, and word of mouth. No, no Facebook, no other social. It's like a soft, a soft opening. It is a soft opening. So, stay tuned for the grand opening at Galleria. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> no, we'll see. Certainly. Yeah. yeah, we'll do a bigger push for that one. That's all I got. I think. Word. All right, I got a few things. I have a live sale tonight. I don't Maybe. know if y'all knew. No, it's definitely happening. Facebook will stay up. They only went down because of, you know, people were exposing their secrets. But they're back. And <laughs> um, we have some cool key issues. We have a Star Wars 42. First appearance of Ron. Boba Fett. Yeah, there you go. Um, Giant Size X-Men 1. First appearance of you're saying words and I'm just not hearing them. Storm, <laughs> Colossus, Nightcrawler, the X Men, lots got of it. them. The, the the newer X Men, yeah. The, we got a first. We got a first got Hobgoblin. Got some, got a few different printings. A Killing Joke. Got three long boxes of bundles. Um, that's tonight at seven on our you main page. You got some cool books for the kids out there. You got some Akira's. We do, including number one. Yeah, that's, super that's cool. I need a better copy of those. Oh, claim it, Ron. Um, we're giving please. we're giving away a second printing of the first appearance of Carnage, not a first printing, but Oof. still, it's still a first appearance, and it's still like a seventy dollars book. So um, that'll be the share to win. Don't oof it. That's the share to win. And then um, <laughs> oof, Carnage is our favorite <laughs> character after the movie. I love um, Carnage so much. Are we talking about Carnage too? Are we talking about that movie? Or you want to skip it? Oh, I forgot we saw that. All right, cool. Back wow. <laughs> Memorable movie. Yeah, no, hey, that's not it. Hey, the, 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 the real movie from the week was something else that I will talk about later. Let's see. There's also um when does this come out? Wednesday morning? Wednesday. Never when mind. is this episode air? Never mind. We can't reveal that. There's a cool event that we're announcing. Oh no, do it, dog. No, Nobody's it's gonna be announced during the live sale tonight. And, oh. and it will not be posted anywhere else. Ooh. Other than the Bedrock City Live Sale community, so you got to join there to know about this. Ooh. Event. So give um, him a hint. You got a hint, Dylan? You got anything I can? It's it's spooky. Cool. Got it. Confirmed. Um, Stephen King. Uh, Mephisto. 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 Bedrock City. He's. <laughs> I knew it. New employee. I, I can't right. say that this event will have the premiere, the unveiling of our new collaboration with No Label. Our new, Ooh. our next, our next beer, our up, up, the up, up and away sequel, with a new character, new can design, new art. It looks pretty cool. Um, 
that's, that's awesome. pretty much all I got. Cool. All right. Okay, all right. that's that's exciting. Well, let's. Um, oh, I can't, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, oh, Actually, oh. there's also a Halloween sale coming up. Oh yeah, there we is. got that. There is. Uh, it is Halloween weekend, October 29th through the 31st. Um, and everything in the store is going to be on sale at all locations, especially Clear Lake. Um, especially. Especially, it's going to be even more on sale at Clear Lake. Yeah, um, sure. Why not? What's up? Come get uh, come get my house of secrets ninety two. Ooh, first swamp thing. First swamp. It's an 8-0. It's, Ooh, it's not bad. It's not bad. No, dude, it is a very nice book. It is $3,200. Yes, it is. Dang. Chilling. Just chilling. Chilling. We got, we got it a couple of days ago. What else I got? Uh, it, so 50% off back issues. Yep. Tw- 25% to 50% off toys. That includes things like... What about Dungeons & Dragons? Anime, manga. Yeah, um, yeah that's going to be 25% off. Wow. And so are all the trading cards and what? The, whole gaming, the whole gaming department. So everything you Michael's what? talking about, you can get for twenty five percent off. So what you're saying is, don't come buy the book that I recommended today. Come back in. Yeah, just wait and just get wait. your and get your blank comic box today and hold on to it until the next. <laughs> so, yeah, so you can get a discount on the <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh huh. Gotta save the couple bucks on the box. Um, exactly. What else? Graphic novels are forty percent off. That's my favorite part. You can get all your reading. Oh done. yes, real good um, part. And everything, everything else is twenty five to fifty in the store, except hot toys and sideshow, which are twenty. And that's all I got for real this time. For real, alrighty. Well, let's get into the watch list where we talk about what we watched. Obviously, we all watched Venom, which I forgot to mention at the top. Uh, yeah, and uh, so we'll talk about that uh, as well as anything else we might have watched. Uh, Ron, why don't you go first? And what you watch this week? Um, so other than the movie and the show, I watched two episodes of Squid Game. Those Wait, Squid Game is a show? I thought it was a movie. It's a it's a show on the Netflix. Uh, it is uh, Netflix's number one show watched at the moment. Uh, it's pretty good. I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, I will probably end up knocking it out this week and uh, talking about it uh, on the next show. If I'm awesome. On that. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be cool. I'm excited. But yeah, other than that, I didn't I didn't watch anything. I've been real busy uh doing stuff. Yes. And things. All right. Um Dylan, do you have uh, a watch list to talk about? I do. What you what you see? Um I also watched Squid Game. Yes. I'm on episode eight. Are they hour or thirty minutes? An hour. A little oh, bit yeah. less. Well yeah. Um uh, so it's it's a it's a lot a big commitment, but um, it is a Korean uh, drama horror drama about a mysterious. Is it I think it's probably qualified as that. I don't know. It's a little gory. Um, sure. It is about a mysterious corporation that gathers people who are in debt to participate in a series of games to win a bunch of money. Um. And the less you know, the better, you know, I think. That is true. There's a it, They're deadly games. It's not like, uh-huh. you know, Uno or something. No, it's, so. it's red light, green light, you know? I mean, it's child. A lot Drake? of them are childlike games, but, but the deadly yeah, twist. Drake. So it's really good, though. I can see what the hype it is. is about. It is fantastic. I'm, I'm a little late to it because I feel like everyone watched it last week. Same. Um, I am also late to it. Oh, but, I'm late to everything. So I'll, I'll watch it and not and not feel that. Years. Not feel ashamed. After Hill House. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I keep forgetting I haven't seen the first one. <laughs> um, I also watched a show that Ron is a big fan of. It's called Schmigadoon. Um, <laughs> you know Monica loves he, Schmigadoon. He lies. So Schmigadoon much. is fantastic. Ron Monica, really my Monica at my store loves that. He lies on show. my name so much. Go so <laughs> I just started. I've got a new iPhone, and I just got. I got three months free of Apple TV. So I. I'm trying to like frantically watch Apple TV stuff. Um, and Schmigadoo is one of the shows that I've been waiting for. It is it stars um Cecily Strong from SNL and Keegan Michael Key, who uh they are a couple with some issues in their relationship and they get trapped in a sound of music esque world. Um has other key like funny people in it too, um, lots of cameos, but it's like a uh breaking the fourth wall musical style show but it's very good i love it it was yeah, very it looks, short it too. looks good it was like six episodes and they were like 20 minutes each you know so it wasn't it was a very quick watch but i liked it a lot but ron's missing one he also watched an episode of mythic quest oh you know what i definitely forgot about that huh so i jumped yeah. back into that because that's also apple tv and this episode i watched was had nothing to do with the rest of the show it was very interesting it was very interesting what's mythic quest it's that the show that's about game developers. Game development? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I feel bad for Apple TV. They have really good content, um, but no one watches it. Yeah, right? Like, I was trying to tell Matt, because uh, he's he's a big Ted Lasso stan, and uh, I think For All Mankind is on there, too, and he loves that show. And yeah. he's like, dude, Apple TV is the best. I was like, I'm sure it is. This seems like they've got great content, but their sub, sub numbers are really low. I mean, yeah, nobody has. Yeah. Oh, I, I have one more. Wow. Sorry. It's called Foundation. It's also an Apple TV show. Foundation. Uh, what do you find this time doing? That's all he does. This is four shows. Listen. Uh, is it based on the Isaac Asimov thing? Is that a book? Yes. Yeah. It's based on the old, the 40s, 1940s book series or books. Yeah. Series of, series of short stories. stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, based cool. on that. The show is very Dooney. Um, Dooney. Yeah. It's Schmiga Dooney. I'm very confused by it. I don't know what it's about yet. It's a sci-fi adventure spanning different generations. And it's about this guy who is like so good at math that he can kind of predict the future. And he's predicted that this foundation run by this evil uh, emperor kind of is going to fall in the next couple generations. So they're fighting. Okay. I don't know. It's hard, very hard to explain. Um, but it was really good. I liked it a lot. It looks um, like Dune, Michael. It literally looks like Dune. But I will say, like, the selling point of this show is that it's like the most expensive looking show I've ever seen. Like it literally okay. looks like movie quality. Wow. Um, the the effects are like top notch. Um Apple TV, Apple spent an exorbitant amount of money on this. No expenses spared. Literally no, and no one's watching it. So, womp womp. Yeah. But, right. uh, so sign up for pace, sign up like for Apple TV. Pace. Okay, I bet you Monica watches it because she likes Lee Pace a lot. And Jared Harris, if you know who that is. Um, I don't. It's good. Try it. Okay, I and do have really Apple TV. Have. You do? I do. You do. Well, my mom does. So Michael, watch Foundation. Hmm. I mean, you, you can get in on the ground floor because no one's watching it and it's only a few episodes in. 
Okay, maybe. Maybe. Probably that's not. A Michael, no. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's all added to my queue and then never load the Apple TV app ever again. I'd rather you watch Ted Lasso and then, you know. You don't even watch Ted Lasso. I, I want to watch it. I mean, Ted Lasso won a bunch of Emmys, right? Like, that's verified. Foundation good. will next year. It just came okay. out too soon for the Emmys. Okay. Well, we're going to see. So did Hacks, and I told you to watch Hacks on HBO. I, I also didn't watch Hacks. I won a bunch of Emmys, so. I need to finish that. Okay, that's all I got. Um, Please talk about these other things that are good instead of Venom. Yeah. Please. Um, so real quick, my watch list. Uh, I saw a movie that I've been talking about for a little bit. I saw Titan. Uh, Titan. Titan, directed by Julia Ducourneau. Uh, the French thriller. So I would say, Body I, horror, mystery, I, thriller, I comedy. So having seen it, I would not really classify it as horror. It's it's gory. She said she didn't intend for it to be a, a horror, but every, it's not. But like whenever you look up the genre, a lot of them say horror. So I don't know. I get that. I I definitely get that because there are some horrific elements to it, uh, and and there's some pretty strong gore scenes, but only like two. There's one scene of extremely graphic surgery in the beginning, and then there's a really uh, I watched Grey's Anatomy. Oh, boy, <laughs> uh, this it's a lot. Like so much, I was like, oh. Oh, okay. were you grossed out? Um, at the surgery no. part, it was a little gross. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like, Ugh! you know. But uh, I'll tell you my favorite gross-out part. Uh, skip ahead thirty seconds for a description of depiction of gore. Uh, she's fighting this dude uh, and kills him with a uh, spoilers for Titan, I guess. Uh, kills him with a uh, with a stool, like a bar stool, mm-hmm. with okay. the legs, and and then like she oh, gets it most. Legs. Yeah, yeah. So he's on the ground. And she's like shoving it in his mouth and over and over and over and over again. And then you don't see it. You just see her pushing down on the thing and it's getting stuck. And then she finally gets like that satisfying push all the way through. And then when when it's done, she just sits on it, takes a load off. And then, then it pans out and you just see this mangled face. It's disgusting. Um, cool. But this yeah, movie dude. is phenomenal. Five stars on Letterboxd. Oh. One, one of the best movies I've seen in years very very good um very hard to recommend uh because it's so extreme in its content um not just with violence but just some some of its themes are pretty dark um and i don't really i i I mean okay i I won't i mean i'll give a little bit of away uh but not really much you can't find this by you'd find this out by just googling titan um this woman gets uh impregnated by a car and then goes on the run because she's also a serial killer and gets taken in by this man by pretending to be his long lost son. And boy, the heart in this movie, it's out of control. This is the sweetest movie and also the most messed up the, the trailer is isn't like, isn't kidding. Is this like part two of the movie? Or <laughs> no, man. The movie the, the movie is so wild and out there. I okay. I cannot recommend a movie any stronger than this. But like I said, with the word of caution, that it's pretty dark and pretty intense and very hard to get through. It's only in AMC's right now. 
Um, but yeah, so if you feel up to watching a very dark movie, uh, watch this, but it is very good. So that's my that's my Titan soapbox. Titan. Yeah. And and the actress uh only has one or two lines in the movie, the lead actress, and uh this is her first movie. Okay. Um it's really, really good. And the director has only made two movies, this one in Raw, which is phenomenal. So be on the lookout for Julia Ducourneau. But so let's talk about what if first, I guess, since uh we get to the other thing. Uh, so what if uh episode whatever came out last week? Eight. eight. Uh what if Ultron won? Um Yeah, dude. I feel like I'm getting a vibe from Michael already. What what'd y'all think of this one? I dug it. Uh I really like this one too. I'm sorry. If my uh, I think I feel I like kinda, Michael's giving a different vibe. I was, I was kinda bored. Really? That's very interesting. I th- I thought the I thought the vision stuff was cool. Why are you bored with it? I'm curious. The the widow and the Hawkeye subplot of like going to get uh, I guess spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. Uh, they watched it already. It's fine. Right. Uh I don't know. Like I, I just I didn't didn't vibe with it. I, I thought it was kind of forgettable. Although I will say, I will say, as far as what if plots goes, this is a pretty what if y one, which I appreciate as opposed to some minor changes. This is a lot of different stuff happening. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that is a plus for it. And you do actually get to see the watcher finally do something, which is neat. Yeah. We got more watcher content. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. But Very interesting. Very I, I, you know what I think it is? I think I'm just kind of over the series. I can see that. It makes sense. But they have asked a lot of people who are watching it. That is so. true. That is true. Um, I don't know. I wish it had started with this type of episode and that they would kind of tie together a little bit. I know that's not the nature of what if, so maybe I just, it's not for me, but I liked the reason I like this one more. Part of the reason was that it was more consequential and that it was a culmination of things that were happening in the show. And also it's leading into another thing that we're going to get to see pay off, you know, in previous episodes, it's led to something that we're never going to see, you know? Right. Um, but this one, like, I was more invested knowing that I'm going to get to see how it actually plays out. You know, it's not like, oh, Vision wins or Ultra- Ultron wins and then it's right. over, you know? So Yeah, I agree. Um, I understand some of the complaints about it with, like, inconsistencies with some of the things people are able to do. Um, like Vision or Ultra, shouldn't call him Vision. That's not Vision. It's Ultron. It is Ultron. Uh, um, he's got Vision's face, but it's not Vision. Um, and Hawkeye with his bomb arrows and the way uh Ultron sliced Thanos in half. I mean, like, that was cool. I understand the complaint, but like, also, who cares? It's what if you know? Like, oh for, yeah, I saw people complaining about some of the like stuff that happens like oh that shouldn't have been able to happen like it's a what if right like isn't that kind of the but point? also it probably could happen if you know ultron was using vision's body and his powers you know i don't know right i agree but um so where do we go from here uh i know we we're i th- is there one more or is that the end There's one more yeah. we got one more where they assemble the characters 
several of the characters that we've seen already. Um, okay. I assume the Watcher does that to which defeat. is interesting too because Ultron. The I saw the picture of it. I saw like a, a Marvel that the little like this character is going to be in the next one or whatever, and it had uh, Gamora. Thanos Gamora. Thanos Gamora, sure. Or whatever. Which I don't know how that works unless that's a that's a reaction of him killing uh Thanos in the last episode. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And but she had maybe the... in this world she's still like his daughter and the Guardians thing never happened. I don't know. Sure. She had the glove she had the, the glove, no? Yes. The I don't armor. know. I know she had his armor though, or similar okay. armor. Yeah, she definitely had his armor. I, I I thought I saw a glove in there, but I could be wrong. But we don't know if she's evil. Maybe she just has his armor and she's come to stop Ultron. You know? That is also true. That could be could be a thing. So likely be evil, but who knows? I'm excited about it. Nonetheless, I'm excited for it to be over because we only have one more. <laughs> wow. What's not, ap- what's after? Not this? in the sense that like I can't stand to watch anymore. Just that like we're gonna get the final one, and that's so, like, probably will probably be the best one. You know. So I wonder if. What's does, after this? Does it, yeah, what's after this episode? Yeah, like, what's after the series? I can tell you one it... thing that's after it. Eternals. Oh. No, there's a Lego set <laughs> for an episode that that got canceled. Oh, really? On to next season. It is Tony Stark on Sakaar, and he's in like a Thor Ragnarok looking Hulkbuster. Oh. So we'll get really? that next season. Yeah. All right. I don't yeah, know. so I'm curious about that too. I wonder if they're doing, is it going to be more like one shot what ifs or are they going to do another storyline it'd be cool if they just continued with these people right like get more more story from the episodes we already but watched they said they're going to use characters from phase three in the next one so i think we're going to definitely get more one shots yeah you know yeah well i don't know i just hope they get more interesting the premises yeah i i agree um but all right, let's talk about uh Venom the elephant in the room. Oh no. Venom 2. Venom, Let Venom, there be Venom. carnage. Do we have to? Did he even make it to the episode graphic? <laughs> oh no, he did not. <laughs> oh hey, we both forgot. Does he need to? No, he does not. So all right, spoil- spoilers for Don't Venom that, 2. Dylan. Spoilers for Venom 2. Um yeah. So we saw Venom 2 on Thursday. Can we just um, talk about the last part? Like the, the No, we'll crunch. get to it. I can't to skip it. ahead, Ron. <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to do the story recap. Like I feel I like mean, that's we're unnecessary. Not, but still, though, like, talk about the mid credit scene. This movie's so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I okay, not very uh, this is not surprising if you've listened to the last two minutes. We I don't think any of us like this movie. I have nice things to say about it. But do I, I, not, do, I, I do like too. It. I do too. Do I have you? some nice. I have some nice things to say about it. Ron, but like, this is not a monolith, binary, black and white world. There can be good and bad things in movies. You know, not this one though. You don't have to throw out everything just because you don't like the movie. Not this one though. And not all of us were predisposed to hating it. I so speaking of that, I and was Dylan, not predisposed to hate it. Hold on, Dylan. You were Dylan not. Watched, there's no way. There's no, watched, there's no what watched, if world where Ron liked this movie. We watched. We watched the first one last yeah. podcast right after. They yeah. did. And so you said, and I quote, "I don't. I'm not excited for the second one anymore." I said, "I said this made me way less excited to watch 
uh, Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage. Because I thought it was sillier, the first one, but then meanwhile, it's an hour of Eddie Brock and then Venom comes in at 58 minutes and then you get a couple scenes that I like with Venom. So I was like, here's where my head was at. I was like, so we're going to start with Venom and this one. So I'll get way more of what I liked, you know? And and so that is, speaking to that, is you predicted you would score this a 7-0. Mm-hmm. I predicted a 5-5, Ron predicted a 4-0. So we'll get to the scores at the end. But so Dylan is not incorrect in saying he was hoping for the best with this. And I was hoping for an improvement because I could think I gave Venom uh, the first one. I think we f- got that. Yeah. Um, I gave the previous Venom a 4-0. So, this Dil- one is better than the first one. There's Dil- no way it's not. Dylan gave it a 5. Ron gave it a 5 the last ones, just for that. Um, okay, so what's what's good about this movie? Let's let's get out let's get that out of the way first. Let's do the short. I list. guess I'm the only one who has anything to say about that. So um, no, I can I can I can say something. I can say something good about the movie. I can I say can that pull I some think. BS out. Woody <laughs> get out of here. Um, I can say that I I thought um, I thought Venom's dialogue was kind of funny sometimes. Like I thought like he was <laughs> written written in such a dumb way that like. It felt like a like a early two thousands comedy, uh, you know, like a super bad Pineapple Express type of a stupid comedy that like Venom to fit right in with that vibe, which is kind of the vibe of this movie anyway. Um, yeah, he's like Venom's the only character who knows what movie he's in. He's like Uma Thurman and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Batman and Robin, you know. Right. Like Venom's a silly one, and then everyone else is like trying to be real, you know. Right, yeah, everybody's trying so hard in this movie. Except Tom Hardy, I feel like. I'm Tom I don't Hardy. Think, I think Tom Eddie Hardy's Brock was barely silly in this too. movie. <laughs> it's not Yeah, he has less of a role than the first. Well, movie. well what I mean is like I feel I, he is like the least memorable part about this movie to me, Eddie himself. Because he walks around reacting to things. He doesn't really have a art. Uh, no, he doesn't. The first one was about like That's my a more responsible person. For him you know and then this one i don't think he had that much to do other than like stop carnage you know well this was about you know the love story between venom and carnage or venom and okay. eddie brock that's what I, that's what i wanted to get to okay i liked which is maybe 25 percent of the movie um the storyline that was eddie and venom i don't think it's a romantic in any way so preface with that like whatever andy circus said but i like the friendship relationship symbiotic Ah, he said it. He said it. Um, I like the whole breakup. I don't disagree with that. And then they get back together at the end. Like, if the movie was all that, I think I would have liked it a lot more, you know? But then they had, like, Eddie with his thing with Anne and Dan, and then... Who added uh, nothing to the movie. They could have been subtracted, and the movie was would be exactly the same. Neither did Scream. Neither did Carnage, frankly. No... Carnage looked cool and he did some cool things, but he didn't add any story to the movie or um, I got, I don't know about y'all, but I got the vibes that like Carnage and Scream were very like, they were going for a Joker Harley vibe. Oh yeah. And I mean, I just, absolutely. And I did not buy it. It was just like discount Joker Harley. No, Which also, sucks, they're both very good actors. Right. Shriek, by the way. I know oh, Shriek. Scream is a different uh, yes. symbiote. How can you have Scream and Shriek? That's too much. No, I agree. Carnage universe. So I don't know enough about the symbiote, uh, you know, physiology and lore. Symbiote. Uh, sure. Symbiote. But uh, remind. But can someone refresh me on why? How come? Car- so uh, 
Venom or Carnage bites Eddie Brock or Cletus Cassidy uh, bites Eddie Brock. Cletus, yes, there you go. Cletus bites go. Eddie Brock and then gets this gets infected, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. So, but that is a part of Venom, right? So a smaller, like it's it's a, it's a distilled part of Venom. Yeah, I don't think so that's how, how it works in the comics. I don't think. Well, that's I how mean, that just doesn't make well, okay. Well, either way, like, why would Venom be scared of something that came from him? Like, that's your son. Like, are you stronger than he him? He's a red one. I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. Came from Venom. He's I mean, mixed with Eddie's blood, right? So, like, I know it's like the son of Eddie and Venom <laughs> in this movie. Oh, oh, I see. Is that how that goes? That's why he's red, right? Because it's Eddie's blood. Did they say that? Did I miss that? That's no, why I think Dylan's. I'm not. I did not make that up. Look it up. I promise. Look it up. Look it up, Ron. I swear to you. I'm not going um, to. I don't want any carnage. Their parents, Ron. Their parents. They're both so, fathers. But, but, but speaking of the uh, the relationship between Venom and Eddie, um, so I went into it. You know, we went. We all went into it having read the uh, the Andy Circus stuff, uh, the interviews about the LGBTQ uh-huh. stuff, and can I say I don't know if I'm off base, but the the scene in which Venom is at the party, separated from Eddie Brock with his glow sticks on and stuff, and and he gives his speech about being an alien and trying to uh-huh, fit yeah. in and et cetera, yep. et cetera. Did yep. that just read like a straight white guy really trying to wear an "I'm an ally" T-shirt? That's what uh. it read to me. It read to me like a really disingenuous or like maybe not disingenuous just like a look at me i am an ally i it did yes it did read that way it read like it was like maybe for children you know like (laughs) like the inclusivity inclusivity message you would get from like magic school bus or something right teen titans go yeah so um it's worth noting that the cinema score for this the highest rated the people who rated it the highest are people 12 and under Oof. Um, so they're yeah. the one who boasted the cinema score for it. I think well, I mean, if I'm 12, this movie is lit. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, this is, um, so everybody seemed to love this movie in the Discord, by the way. So I, I apologize. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't chime in uh, in any of the Venom discussions because uh, I didn't want to bring it down. I bought the Venom Eddie storyline. I liked it. Like I said. That was a small fraction of the movie. They focused way too much on other stuff. But I, I, this this movie made me like Venom more, the character. It's very interesting. Like I'm excited to see what's next for Venom, because um, I think there's like a solid foundation with the character of Eddie and Venom that you could explore in other universes. Um, but I think you could cut this into like a 20 minute episode that I would enjoy more than this hour and a half. Also, I said this to Michael when it ended, it felt longer than an hour and a half to me. It was a very Boy, short did movie, it ever. but I felt like yeah. it was like two, like a two, two and a half hours. Yeah. It's like, whew, this is going on and on and on. Um, the effects were cool. Yeah. The effects were fine. Like, um, um I mean the, the I mean but the money they spent on effects they could have put on to Woody Harrelson's wig no no none of the wigs I'd say ten percent of the jokes landed um, yeah much like Superbad and Pineapple Express like it's just joke 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 but then you go 
That's kind of funny. Yeah, that one. That but one hit. Everything is a joke, so you get a little chuckle every couple minutes. You know, it's sort of like how when we went to go see, or when we watched Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Remember, I thought about that yes. movie randomly the other day. I, I don't like, know about that. I, I was, I was so <laughs> embarrassed that I laughed twice at that movie. You know, um, this is kind of like that. It's like joke, 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 nonstop humor. Um, I think when people say that, you know, uh, they're going to add some humor to the movie, this is what they're expecting. Like when they're talking about DC movies, like, oh, they're just going to bring in so-and-so to add some humor. Yeah. I think that's what they're expecting is this. But I want to uh, talk about your, the coming out party thing. Yes, yes, the coming out party. Okay. This is my coming out party. My coming out of Eddie party? That's what he said? Um, Did he? Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't remember, to be honest. So there are two options here. Maybe Andy Serkis is doing what Michael said, which is probably the likely option. Um, and just like superficially trying to. Maybe, maybe not even superficially. Maybe he, you know, is legitimately like, a, you know, an ally. Right. And he's trying to, you know, do a message. Right. But. I feel like the way this was handled is very much like, hey, uh, you see this uh, electric car that I drive? I, I am doing that for the environment. Uh, you see, I am trying. I care about our environment and our planet, so I bought this car. I also donated a bunch of money to charity. Uh, by the way, I think it's a very like a uh, bragging. Look, look what an ally I am. Whether you are or not, and he very well might be. I'm not trying to, you know, you know, cast aspersions onto how Andy Circus feels or is. Right, but um, yeah, I I agree. I think it's that. Well, but what else? Could I it think be? it could be maybe there's a there's a, it's a possibility that maybe they him and Tom Hardy, who himself might be LGBT, are wanted to tell it in a more uh, honest and um, straightforward way, but weren't able to, and this is the best they could get through. You know, hmm. that's possible. Sony. I mean, they're not going to let Sony isn't going to let them like fully do it you know so you have to communicate in subtext that's the way like every you know lgbt relationship is portrayed yeah pretty much yeah. you know it's even still so maybe there were good intentions that's all i'm saying i didn't buy it i didn't like it uh because it was too uh you know vague for me to like latch onto it, you know, right? It didn't like, feel oh, yeah, like, right. oh, in my mind, because they're both obsessed with Anne, you know, and that's what I was focused on. That's that's what I don't know. That's the storyline I got is that Eddie and Venom both love Anne and they want to be with Anne, you know, yeah. And they carried that through to this one, so but I think they have like a cute friendship. Let's say that. <laughs> so let, let's rate this movie. Let's rate this movie. Uh, Ronald, you predicted a four and you gave the previous Venom a five. So, so I'm y'all. I haven't said anything since y'all talked about the good parts of this movie. Uh, I hate all of this. Movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I had a bad time. I, I would I, not. Well, I, I didn't have a bad time. I just I would fun. never. I never want to watch this movie again. I'll no. say that. I I never want to watch this movie again. We I'm do very, still have to talk about the after credit scene. Just I'm very. Oh, right. I mean, we Thank talk you. about it now. I'm about to bring it up. Uh, I'm very upset that they're bringing this Venom I know. to the MCU or the oh, Spider-Man oh. universe. Pepper's mad about it too. Call it. Uh, I, I, I wish 
I hope that Marvel fixes it. You know? Well, like, I, I hope I, they're like, hey, cool. You did something cool with Venom, but now he's in our universe, so we're kind of change him a bit and make him a better character. I'm fine with silly Venom. Um, um I'm, not I'm fine with silly Venom, but like, I think he would work better in as as the Venom that we are left with in a in a team movie. You know, like if he's the fun if he's the fun one. How come you're okay with that and not like Electro and Doc Ock, who you don't like, and other Ooh, spider Ron? villain yeah oh okay i my i am not okay with this venom okay so you don't i know but i'm talking about in the next spider-man movie the all the villains being brought together are you about, are you equally upset about all the other ones no but you don't like them either right no i do you like electro yeah oh okay never mind <laughs> and you like spider-man too yeah he loves it we're getting new information here on the pod. That's not true. I don't. I don't like the Spider-Man movies. That's, that is, let that be clear. I don't like Spider-Man movies. However, so, I think I think their villains in those movies are way better than than this Venom we're getting in this MCU. I'm thinking. Want... I'm all I'm saying is that if you trust them to uh, enhance those characters, maybe MCU could do the same for Venom. Now, they however, maybe Spider-Man make it Far From Home has not come out yet. No, No Way Home. So it, they could fail. Okay? Oh, yeah, they probably will. I'm sorry. So we will, I will leave my, you know. But I'm just trying to be when, optimistic, when Ron. Maybe they could fix some of the things you don't like about Venom. Sure. I, I, that's what, and that's what I said. I hope, I hope they do. This is your best chance yet to enjoy uh, it. We're going to find out, I guess. Uh, I'm giving this movie a three. <laughs> There you go. Wow. I called it. Did you see? I did it. I was doing it. Okay. You did it. All right. He gives it a three. And then and then we'll do, we'll we'll uh, close out the review by talking about the post. I guess we already kind of talked about it. Nah, I brought it up, but Yeah, I don't know. Michael it for actual detail. For no. that or are you against it? For it? Neutral? Um well, let me give my score first. Um I gave the previous Venom a uh 4 I think it's a four. I think it's 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 bad just in a different way, uh, and enjoyable in a different way. What would you uh, rather I, rewatch? Ooh, well, trust me, it's ba- this one. Based on your recent review, I would probably say this one because the last time I watched the first one was in theaters, and I have no interest in ever watching it again. I also have no interest in watching this one again. So neither is the answer. But I think this one's shorter. So. There's that, so I'll go Venom 2. Let there be carnage. Yeah, actually, this one is shorter. So it's less it to endure. All right, Dylan. Um, you that. predicted a 7-0. And uh you also predicted a 7-0. Actually, no, that was Hyde. We don't have a score for Dylan for last time. Looking at uh, that was 2018. Dang. That was forever ago. All right, Dylan. What what do you got on this? You got Ron giving it a three, me giving it a four. I would give the last Venom a four, Venom one. And I would give this one. A huge uptick to a five. Wow! Oh, huge, making our show score a four. I will. I would like to say that five is medium. You know, right. five isn't throw it away, cancel the other garbage. Yeah, <laughs> five. Five for me means middle of the road. So, um, 
I don't ever want to watch it again either, though. Maybe I right. will. Who knows? We'll see. When Venom 3 comes out, maybe I'll be like, I'm going to watch Venom 2. Ooh. I, the only like big difference in opinion I have from y'all, I think, is that I'm excited to see Venom in the MCU. Because it's very chaotic, and I feel like the MCU, like, needs some chaos. Spider-Man movies need something like that. So um, I, don't, I don't disagree with you. I love mess. So... Even if it goes really badly, I'll still enjoy watching it. I don't want it to, but like, he's not going to be boring in the MCU, you know? Right. We get to see Tom on Tom action? Come on. Tom on Tom. And maybe Tom I Hiddleston, hope, all three Tom H's together. I hope, wow. I hope they, uh, I hope they do good with Venom in the MCU. I hope they do good. Well, yeah, hoping things are bad is awful. No, I will so. never hope we don't ever do that. Yeah. 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 But it's okay to expect the worst run, which exactly. is, I think, what you're doing. Hey, hey sometimes you got to be realistic. But um, Expecting Sony to have a big movie with a bunch of characters and it to be good is the definition of foolish. a little bit. True. Yeah. True. But uh, let's get into the news. Dylan, news. what you find this week? News, 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 news. I'll start with some news that Ron might find disappointing. Go ahead. <laughs> about Venom. Go ahead. And that it is oh, a I know. colossal success financially. Um, that, that headline. Un- unfortunately. Despite uh, neg- a negative critical... Actually, I don't know what it's had on Rotten Tomatoes. 59. Okay. Mostly positive reviews then. Mixed. Um, <laughs> mostly positive. Uh, <laughs> reaction. Um, it has had the best opening uh, in a pandemic. Um, in in the you know this pandemic, I guess um, it beat out Black Widow, who is currently the uh, leader. Uh, Black Widow opened with eighty point three million, and Venom opened with ninety point one. It also beat wow. Shang Chi and Fast Nine, and um, the original Venom. It made more than that. Who was not even you know had no pandemic. So right. it's insane. It's a success uh, any way you slice it. I think it will. Would have performed even better um, if there wasn't a COVID. But and I can say when I went to um, go see Titan, I went to AMZ Golf Point, and that the that studio was popping off. So busy, hard to find parking. Completely different to every other time I've gone to the Marquee during this pandemic. Right. You know, well, like, I wonder if Marquee was also busy because Venom. Maybe it was just Venom. That it wasn't too busy. well. Well, sure, but it wasn't too crazy when we went on that Thursday. Um, right. But this was bananas. Um, it also had the number two October opening weekend of all time, right behind Joker. Wow. Joker had 96.2 million and Rona had, like I said, 90. So, um, it's, I know what Ron's thinking. We're rewarding bad behavior. And that might be true. I don't like it. But, um, it's a good sign for the movie industry in general you know like a win at this point a win for one movie is a win for every movie you know um, i don't believe that it's well it's true though because all the theaters will go out of business if movies keep performing the way they well, have been obviously but like I, I don't feel like this is a good reflection this venom movie i don't know maybe i'm you know it, it's desperate to the point where any movie if they make a huge amount of money it's like okay people are going back to the theaters maybe you know maybe they'll come back for this next good movie for eternals you know or dune or 
Dune's not gonna make you money. It's They're not coming out for Dune. But See, you know what problem, I mean. That's what my problem is. Like I don't think the Venom. I don't think most of the people who watch Venom are coming to see really anything else. You might be right. Etern- Eternals, maybe. Dune, probably not, which is unfortunate. Because we already yeah, know, know Dune is going to be top tier. Yeah, I don't know. There's been no... I mean, you saw the top three movies. There's been no uh, really great opening for a non-Marvel. Like, right now, it's Venom, Black Widow, Shang-Chi. So, like, right. at this point, Marvel has established themselves as still able to make money, so it needs to spill over into other movies. But... I think if someone who hasn't been to the movies since the start of the pandemic decided to go back for Venom, maybe they'll be like, oh, okay, well, I'll go back in a couple of weeks and see this movie, you know? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. It may be like, you know, opened the floodgates for more movies to be seen. Who knows? Hopefully. I hope, you know? I hope Ron is wrong, but he may be right. We'll see. We're going to find out. We'll find out when, uh, what's the next movie? Well, no, no time no. to Bond, die. Bonds oh. this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's worth noting, also, Ron, you never know, because New Time to Die opened with 191 million worldwide. I did and see in, that. And then specifically cool. in the UK, it opened bigger than Skyfall, which is the number one Bond That's movie. Cool. So Bond is performing really well overseas. It hasn't opened here yet. That's um, good. But it's normal for Bond to perform better overseas than here. It's just, I guess it has more appeal outside of America. I don't know. But, um, I don't know. We'll see how Lamb does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the barometer. Hey, if Lamb does well, that means... Bigger? No Time to Die or Lamb? Oh, it's got to be Lamb. I think so. I mean, if... I mean it's the better film. If... Hey, I mean, hey the we only are seeing... film. if y'all want to come see Lamb with us, we're going to go see it uh, this coming Sunday at the Marquee at 745. Come see what's up. Oh, we will. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, almost all right? of Clear Lake is coming down for it. We're about oh really? It. Yes. Cool. Um, Ron is seeing. I support this decision because it's chaotic. His No Time to Die, as he's talked about, is his first James Bond movie, and it's the finale. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Wait, yeah. you haven't seen the other one? So this is the, so like this the is recent what, one. This is what actually happened. Obviously, this was the first movie to, to not to get pushed in COVID, right? Yeah. First one to get pushed. I was going to watch them before it got pushed. However. It got pushed, and we never talked about you know doing a like a you know the review watch yeah movie, yeah yeah going back to the old ones blah blah. So at this point, I was just like, well, screw it. It's coming out this week. I'm just gonna watch that bad boy. Just go in. I mean, you know, that'll give you an interesting Blind. take next it, week. You it know? will. That's what, That's what I think. Yeah, I kind of wanted Ronda watch Casino Royale and this one, so you could just bookend and not know how we got from point A to point B. I think that would have been fun. But this is even more messy, so I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm definitely, I definitely support that decision. And Ron, I'm, I'm right, right? It's the exact same situation with Mission Impossible. No, except for you've seen I've, the first few. I've seen the first three. No, the first four. But it got just, rebooted. And I, and with I haven't five. seen. And I haven't, haven't seen, seen any five or six. Yeah, I haven't seen five or six. Okay. Because five has not been on streaming at any point. It's true. Unless I rent it. So. so what's the plan there? The same as this? Or are you gonna? Are you still? I'm gonna, gonna watch. watch no, I want to watch five. I like Mission Impossible. You would like from, these, I think, if from you the beginning. Yeah, had had the opportunity to see them. I you mean, maybe I like, go back and watch them. You know, maybe you're watching the End Game. I, I hope. I hope No Time to Die is really good. <laughs> it has really good reviews. So 
I don't know. We'll there see. We'll see. Um, there's a rumor, a baseless rumor, but I feel the need baseless. to talk about it because everyone has been. It was like trending on Twitter. It I got was a big thing, and that Echo, the Echo Show. Um, yes. Some scooper reported that like a bunch of the Daredevil cast is coming back, and it will essentially be Daredevil season four. Um, I'm okay. That's cool. I mean, I'll give my reaction to it. If it's very hypothetical at this point, you know, but I don't want it to be Daredevil season four. I'd rather than just bring back Daredevil. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, oh, sure. Um, but like, I don't know if it's Daredevil season four, then that's what everyone's going to call it, you know? And like, this is a show with like an indigenous native disabled woman, you know, like, do we need and it to would have- be kind of cheapening it or like, uh, you know, lessening that. It- then by like, oh look, Daredevil's back, and uh, everybody right. foggy, and uh, the... it's like if Iron Man was in Black, Black Panther, you know, it's like, right, sure, no, like stop. So yeah. I kind of hope that's not the case. What do you, what do y'all think? I know, I completely agree. I hope it's, but I would be happy to see all of them back. <laughs> so, you, so you disagree, but you'd like it. I'd, I, I want to see all these characters come back in a different way. Okay, I agree. Um, let's I, I... let's hope they're not in the show. For most of the season, sure, it could be I, a cameo know. thing. That'd be cool. Like if they like pop up in the last couple episodes, right? If they pop up in the last couple episodes, that'd be super cool. But if they're if they're in there after episode two, ugh. I feel like if it's truly going to be one of like the Netflix shows, you have to have the Nick Fury of the Netflix show appear, uh, and that's Rosario Dawson. Oh, you that's must, my girl. She was the Defenders recruiter for those first few seasons. Um, and I hope she comes back. I like her. Um, let's see. This is not really a news article, but Black Widow, in case there's been some holdouts, it will be available for free on Disney Plus um, today. It just came out. So oh, cool. if you haven't seen Black Widow yet and you have Disney Plus, I think you should go watch it. It's very I good. haven't rewatched it since. So Absolutely, you it. should. I have to watch it. Um, the speaking of Disney Plus, the James Gunn uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is still a thing. It's 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 coming out soon. Um, and he revealed that he's going to introduce quote one of the greatest MCU characters of all time, and there's nothing else to go on. Um, I think this is going to end up being like some silly character. What do y'all think? Oh, I'm sure it will be. It's James Gunn. It's James Gunn. That's what he does. But this this would be. Marvel would do something like this and and introduce a new character that's going to play out in the in the movies and stuff like a Richard Rider or whatever. It could be. I mean, they give James Gunn a lot of, you know, creative freedom. So I think it could be Richard Rider Nova if we're going that way. Um I have a prediction that I've seen online. I think it could be Santa. <laughs> you think so? I mean, he was intentionally vague with it, and like that would be the, one of the greatest MCU characters of all time if they introduced to MCU Santa, like canonized Santa with powers. Yeah, with powers, like he teleports or he, you know, something like that. <laughs> How does he That'd get all those wild, gifts man. everywhere? You're um, not wrong. That is actually he's an inhuman. He's an inhuman. He uses Bro, lockjaw. He was back. Santa. Yeah, I'm down. Um, God. Let's see. The Boba Fett, the book of, sorry, Star Wars, the book of Boba Fett is coming out. It's a mouthful. Um, and we got a poster and a streaming date for it, which is sooner than expected. 
the poster is just him on the throne and the, it's going to be on Disney Plus on December 29th with the first episode. So it's a New Year's show. That's crazy. Um, what's your hype level for Star Wars The Book of Boba Fett? Um, higher than I would have told you before Mandalorian came out as I'm not a fan of the character, but you know, Mandalorian was really, I enjoyed both seasons of Mandalorian and I think um, they can definitely do a lot with the character to make him interesting. Um, I mean, they've already made him more interesting in that last season of Mandalorian than he was in the movies. Agreed. Um, Again, uh, my, my, my opinion of star Wars is only based on live action. I've seen no animated star Wars. Uh, I do plan on watching visions uh, because I think that looks different. Um, But I, I, based on live action Star Wars, Boba Fett sucks, man. Uh, he's not good. Um, but I thought he looks cool in uh, in Book of I'm sorry, Mandal- Mandalorian season two, and I'm definitely gonna watch Book of Boba Fett. And I'm sure that's something we'll watch for this. So there's no reason to expect that it would be bad. No way. Know? Um, it'll think, at least be decent. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I guess I'm not too excited about it. Uh, I'm with Michael. Uh, I don't care about Boba Fett, uh, and I still kind of don't. And I'm also still kind of not. I still don't fully care about live action Star Wars. Uh, I, I'd be more interested in you know rewatching Visions uh, or getting more Visions Star Wars Visions content. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'll watch it. I probably won't watch it the week it comes out or the weeks they come out. I'll probably watch it when it's all all out. Are you excited? Are you going to watch Ahsoka? Are you excited for that one or no? <laughs> well, you know, I'm more excited because Rosario Dawson's there. And that's also one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'll probably watch that one week to week. Uh, at least try to keep up with that one. I'm excited for Ahsoka. But, I don't know. I still just don't care about, you know, live. It still goes back to, I think I like visions is because it doesn't really tie into the Skywalker stuff and all this stuff does to a degree. So that's true. It's kind of, it's kind of hard for me to, to, you know, actually want to watch this stuff. I agree. I'd like to move on to a different era, but I don't think maybe Boba Fett won't tie into Skywalker too much, you know? I mean, but anything I mean, with characters that are from those movies, all I mean, at some the, in some capacity, do they're in all from that capacity. era, you know, the era of time. So it's you just start to see stuff that you know is from the era of the Skywalker stuff to make and you I go, oh really, yeah, that right, oh, yeah, I remember yeah, that. I just don't really care for it, but I you yeah, know. give me new Star Wars. I mean, that's what I'm, Visions is showing you, right? That you can do something enjoyable and new with the property, right? That is its own thing. Yeah. They've promised that with. Lots of projects that they've announced, but we just High Repu- the High Republic novels have been good. Yeah, I and hear I hear good things on those. I want to move forward. Okay. I'm want, you know I want something that takes for, place after Last Jedi. Right, get the Star Wars people are getting Star Wars, you know. Right, that's Skywalker. Sorry, we'll see. Um, hype levels low, but agreed. Because I were going to watch it. Um, speaking of low hype level, uh, the House of the Dragon teaser came out for. Uh, I- it did. I oh. forgot this was coming out. For Game of Thrones uh, spinoff starring Matt Smith. Matt Smith um, and did a I, bunch of other people. Did I miss the casting of Matt Smith in this? 
I feel I, like I forgot about it, but maybe we did talk about it. But he's um, very prominent in the he's on the thumbnail and yeah, he's the, the top billing, it seems like, or like the main character. I don't know. Maybe he's not. He's the one uh, they're marketing. I'm going to ask y'all then. How, how are y'all feeling about this? I really don't care. I mean, Coming okay. From, uh, I really know, don't care. Seasons of Game but of Thrones. I did enjoy the trailer. It did. Okay. It, it had it had good Game of Thrones energy. Like, I thought it. <laughs> I also just really like Matt Smith. Uh, I, did, I can't kick the Doctor Who habit of. I'll just go see anything with doctors in them. Okay. Uh, well, at least Tennant and Smith. Um, I and Eccleston, I guess. Um, but he's barely Doctor Who. Um, oh. I mean, he was in it for one season. You know, relax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Matt Smith was is my favorite Doctor, and and probably will always be my favorite Doctor. And he, I, I therefore have a great affection for seeing him in movies. So, but he's from the garbage Moffat seasons. Those people are uh, wrong, and the Moffat seasons are great. Moffat wrote the best episodes of the Tenant seasons, so these people. I don't even know what relax. that means. I just regurgitated it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, Moffat. It was a writer uh, under David Tennant, and then when Smith took over, he became the showrunner. And the best Tenant episodes were written by Moffat. So these people need to chill. That's what I'm saying. Fight me. What say it, Michael? Stephen Moffat was not as nearly as bad as people said he, said he was. He also did Sherlock. So. Again, chill. He did a Dracula show that I watched that was pretty good too. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see that one, but I feel like he got. We're not talking about Doctor Who, but I feel like he got Ryan Johnson <laughs> level. Uh, he got Ryan Johnson. He did. by the fandom. You know, he did. Yeah, because he changed Doctor Who about like uh, what are we doing? Uh, we hate change. Okay. Anyway, well, he, he, he changed Doctor Who from like Monster of the Week type episodes to having like big season long arcs, and oh. people didn't like that. I but like um, the idea what you, you think of this trailer? I have, I think I'm still like unfairly uh, not um, over the final couple seasons of Game of Thrones, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. So it's just like triggers a negative reaction in me. If this was reskinned as something completely different, I'd probably be more into it. But you, you know, I don't like prequels. Either. Yeah, I know yeah. it's super far in the past. So it's like not directly related. Not, to I mean, it. it's only 200 it's years. It's- like it's, it's not close like, enough though you know yeah, like, they're, like, they're enough. not gonna pop up the characters is what i'm saying you know i feel like we're gonna see like a baby pop up at some point baby some, daenerys some baby. no yeah. <laughs> there's um, no way all right it i mean like a night king or i don't know uh but oh, that would be the worst that is something i don't want a night king baby be lit or just night king so it's like, i don't want any lit. existing characters give me something Completely I mean, new. So there's no there's no DB Weiss and the other one on this on this. David Benioff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not on on this. You mean the writers from Wolverine Origins? <laughs> yeah, the them. Uh, and apparently the showrunner wrote some of the pretty good episodes of Game of Thrones, like some of the bigger episodes. You know what? I'll I'll come out and say I think I, you know what it's going to be good. It might be. It probably will be. So we're. Almost every season that Benioff and Weiss wrote for Game of Thrones, they wrote all of it, you know? Right. So even if they were on this, it would still have a good chance of being good, I think. Sure. But yeah. I just don't personally don't care. I right. think the way Ron feels about Star Wars is me with this. I'm like, eh. I feel that. I feel that. I wonder, do you think they're going to do weekly? Yes. Yes. They, they, want that, they want that Game of Thrones water cooler talk. 
Dude, very, in, in, in the present, now we all have. Well, it's weird because now we all have HBO Max. Well, at least you know whatever. Right. So yeah, but it's it's like Game of Thrones was like, it was it, man. Like it every week, every week we'd be in store on Monday after this episode Probably on Sunday talking, talking about, about like, yeah. dude, did you see X Y Z thing happen? Yeah, you know they might be able to do it. They could, they could, they could, yeah. I just want any show to do that again. I would be very excited about the prospect of any WandaVision, Game of Thrones style. It'll be it'll be Lord of the Rings if it's Mandalorian, if it's even you know, like a Lord of the Rings. No, we already know what's going to happen. Who cares? I mean, it's it's a it's a prequel, <laughs> and they're spending so much money on it. I feel like it has to generate at least a it'll little have bit some buzz, but like there's, there's not going to be any speculation. Like I think that was the what fueled both of those shows, the mm. speculation, and we're not going to get that. What's gonna happen to Frodo? Well, Frodo's not in it. It's before that. Oh, is it the Hobbit? No, it's before all of that. Oh man, do y'all think there's just wasn't (laughs) enough uh, people who read the the Game of Thrones books? Yes, most people. I think a good chunk of the people that watch Thrones did not read Song of Ice and Fire. Nearly all of them, I would say. I didn't. I read the first book, and that's it. Okay. I didn't like it. Interesting. But what else you got, Dylan? I got one more. Um, there is a sequel to the Batman, the Matt Reeves Batman in the works. It Already? Reportedly been given the green light, um, which there are a lot of people celebrating this, but they should know that any movie that gets the green light um, can also not be made. Uh, you can get the red it's, light. It's very common. <laughs> you, can get the, you can get the red light. Um, the green light means let's start thinking about it. Um, maybe hire a writing staff, you know? get some ideas together but there is no reality where they would commit to filming this before batman comes out to see how it does you know okay. so um it's a good sign it means they have their eye on the future which dc normally doesn't i think um yeah but it's not a sure thing yet i think if you want this to happen you got to go pay to see the first one they got a lot of stuff uh right now to this uh, batman universe they have that Gotham PD show and they have the Penguin show as well. Yeah. It's a lot. I want them to do something I'm interested in. Uh, but uh, The second movie, apparently, Dylan. Yeah, I, I, that's the only thing that I'm interested in. The first that'd be movie, cool. If, you know what? It'd be cool, it'd cool if they do a uh, Catwoman show. It'd be lit. I'll watch it. It would. But that makes too much sense, Ron. I'm not going to do that. More yes. Batman. More Batman. Only Batman. We're going to get a Professor Pig show before that. Professor Pig. Who a pig? Yeah. Now we're going to get a Joker show, a Penguin show, a Riddler show, uh, uh, Mr. Freeze. So just the. Uh, Mr. Freeze would so, be cool. So the CW uh, Gotham show we got? Yeah, but all dark and That gritty. was young, Fox. The, the Young Batman? Uh, <laughs> young young yeah, Bat. You're right. You're right. Young That's Bat. all I got. Word. I got some things. You got some things around? What'd you find online? I do. Um, so Netflix acquired a game studio. Uh, the game right. studio behind... We uh, talked about Ox- that last week. Oxenfree. Did we? We did. And uh, we talked about it last week Ooh. because we were... I I was like... Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because they... I, yeah, it's cool. Like, But that that's just goes <laughs> to show you that game, that game streaming is going to be a big part of the future. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh it's it's good news for sure. I, I didn't play Oxenfree, did you? I did not know. Okay. I know what people like one it. Of those, one of those I miss. Yeah. Uh, there's a uh, there's good buzz. I mean people people are excited that uh 
I mean, people aren't excited that Netflix acquired them because you know. Keep Did you see yourself TV getting games paying for multiple game streaming services like you do for? No. Like for, like no. you do for TV? You don't think so? I, I feel like games is still a la carte. You just buy you buy what you want. Right. Although, dude, Game Pass now is Game so Pass, good. I agree. Game Pass is awesome. But then, like, I feel like if it's not on Game Pass, I don't really, I don't really care at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone else having the like Sony wouldn't do that because they make money off their video games. You know what I mean? Like, why would they switch to that model of putting their first party games on a streaming platform that you pay monthly for? I don't know. That's true. Speaking of Game Pass, how are y'all enjoying Square Enix's Avengers game, Crystal Dynamics? Um, I assume you're both playing it. Since okay, so so funny story. I launched Game Pass on my PC yesterday, tried to play Avengers, and the play button didn't work. It worked on every other game. I was like, is something wrong with Avengers or something wrong with Game Pass? And it loaded MLB The Show, it loaded No Man's Sky, it loaded some other stuff, but I could not launch Avengers. And I don't know why. The lengths, the lengths Michael will go to, the stories he'll tell. <laughs> to, not, to, not play this to not play this hey, game. I, hey, I tried, okay? That was once. Uh, I tried once. I did, did I try on my console? No. I actually heard that people were having trouble it. downloading it. Okay. Having trouble downloading it. Well, I was trying to do the oh, streaming, so that was probably what the I don't know. It was probably so popular it overloaded. It the had servers. to be. It had to be. The Microsoft Microsoft went down. I'm about to see if it works. I think that's me. probably why Facebook and Instagram went down too, because Avengers was added again. It, <laughs> it broke yeah, the internet. Yeah, it broke out the Cloudflare uh, servers, and that just like pew, the satellites. <laughs> yeah. I'll. You know what? When we're done with the podcast, I will go download it on my console. I have not played it yet, Dylan. I will play it this week. Hopefully. I don't actually care. It's okay. Dang. Wow. I hope you enjoy um, it. So the Game Awards uh, 2021, uh, they got a, a set date now. Uh, it is going to be December 9th on, on your boy's birthday. That's kind of cool. Word. Uh, but but the bigger news here is that they're going to meet in person, which is pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I guess. They reveal what? stuff at this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make some pretty but what, good. Uh, what's winning game of the stuff. year? Uh, Avengers. Uh, I <laughs> can tell up. you what came out this this year. Uh, I don't know. Deathloop. I mean, Deathloop. Has, Hades. You know, yeah. No, Hades came out last year, dog. Did it? Yeah. I'm behind it. Um, Among Us. Yeah, I can't. Ro- tell Roblox. You. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, Roblox. Yeah, Miles Morales. What, uh, Four really came out this year. So yeah. Uh. Speaking of Rosario Dawson, uh, <laughs> she is going to be in Dying Light 2, which is very interesting. I don't know. Okay. She's had, she has a major major role in Dying Light 2. It's not about to come out? Uh, it comes out at some point in the future, February 4th. Oh, okay. So, next year. They uh, haven't so marketed it as like her being in it though. And like they have and not. Stuff. They haven't. Uh, I assume they're going to uh, soon. Uh, aside from this being Rosario Dawson, which is automatically a selling point for Ron, but do do celebrities in video games? Does that a selling point for you? Because to me, it's not. So they got me twice. They got me for this one. Yes, but I like dying like one. So I was going to play it regardless. Okay. And then Cyberpunk got me. Because Keanu? Because of Keanu. I was like, man, you know what? Play some, play some Cyberpunk. That's kind of dope. 
I, uh, I can't that, think of an example. Really, I, don't really care. I can't like I can't think of an example that, like that would have gotten me into it. Like uh, it doesn't happen often. I am kind of excited for the next Far Cry game. Um, I play I played the last. Oh one. yeah. And that's when I John Carlo Esposito as the villain, and I think he yeah, plays yeah. a good villain. So I liked, a, I liked five. It's a minor plus for me, but I wouldn't buy a game because of it. You know, but the Far Cry games are good too. So right, those games are so different now than they used to be. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see a game coming out like an old property game, and they're remaking it. But they used to be like a bad game. I can't think of one now, but some old bad game. But then like some celebrity is attached to it I'd be like, unreal oh. tournament with john cena like do i really want to you know what i mean i think it could be a draw michael i just think there's not a precedent for huge actors doing this you know right like that's keanu reeves have, is that's like the only real example right well that yeah. i mean um what was even the, her is not that big of a that's what i'm saying that's why they have not a huge actor i mean i, I like right. her a lot as well but she's not a huge name what's um oh man Norman Reedus was in Death Stranding, but he's Norman not. Norman Reedus, thank you. He's Daryl. Thinking of, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. not a big actor either. He is Daryl. No, he's not. But yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, Interesting. The developers who made Friday the Thirteenth are Gun? working, huh? Gun. I'm sorry. That's Gun, isn't that the studio that made Friday the Thirteenth? Uh, I'm about to find out. Okay, I like I like Friday the Thirteenth a lot, but what are they doing? Uh, they are going to make a Ghostbusters game. What? I know it's pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah. So they're they're working on that. I think you could make a really good Ghostbusters game. I think Ghostbusters is a is a property that could be a really excellent video game. But I've never played one that I really thought was any good. The the one on three sixty uh, was okay. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, Ilphonic. Exactly. Ilphonic. Ilphonic. Yeah. yeah okay. In, uh, Predator Hunting Grounds. You play that? You play Predator Hunting. Predator Grounds? Hunting Grounds. Wait, is that it's the one? What cool. console was that on? Uh, all the new ones. Okay, never mind. I played I played some Predator game that was old, old good nah. PS2, Concrete that Jungle. Friday the Thirteenth is the Dead by Daylight style game, right? Yes. Yeah, but it's just it's just Jason. I want to play that. I've wanted to it's play that for a long time. Awesome! It's so good. I like it better than Dead by Daylight. Uh, They're not working on that game anymore. They got no. uh, yeah. They got cease and desisted. Nobody was playing that game. Oh well, wait, was well, it? Well, what? The, well, Did they? T- well, there's a rights thing tied into one of my stories that I'll talk about. All right, cool. He's enough. Uh, and then the bigger news uh, <gasps> this week uh, that just came out today: uh, Smash Bros. Uh, announced their last, the last DLC character, Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Boy, did y'all see the trailer? No, no, I didn't. It's pretty interesting. Uh, it's a pretty good cinematic trailer. They have really good uh, character cinematic trailer reveals. We do. Yeah, it's crazy. Y'all care about Kingdom Hearts at all? <laughs> no. Care about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Kingdom Hearts. I played yeah, the first like one, and I didn't get more than a couple hours into it. Does Dylan, does this make you want to play uh, Smash again? I've abandoned Smash, and I have not bought any of the DLC characters at all. Okay. Um, this doesn't make me want to play it. I know last week Dang. when you talked about that a new character was coming, uh-huh. Like I had... All my prediction, all my hopes were like someone out of like left field, you know, like sure, someone I mean, crazy, this is pretty, like Iron this is Man or crazy. something. This is pretty crazy. This is a big deal for, but it still feels like very obvious in a way. Like it yeah, would fit I mean, right I'll, into Smash Brothers. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, a lot of people wanted Master Chief, which would have been super cool. 
um, and a bunch of other people. But yeah, yeah, I think it should have been Sub Zero. I mean, um, sure, dude, sure, dude. Um, no, I don't know. No, uh, yeah, this makes sense. Um, it's a big deal, though. It is a big deal for sure. I mean, Kingdom Hearts is beloved. So I don't know why it's the last character. Why? Are the, why can't it just keep going? I think I think that's it. I think um uh I forget his name, the dude who made Sakurai? Yeah, Sakurai. Uh he, I think he's just done with this version of Smash Brothers. And on to the next one. Smash Brothers. Right. I don't think they'll make a game as crazy as this with all these characters. But yeah, Sword comes out uh, October eighteenth. So there you go. You think they'll make another Smash Brothers and not be and have less characters? Yeah, I mean, you have to they buy could. licenses for all these characters and stuff. You That'd know? be awful if they like took hey, out yeah. your favorites. I think this will be the best Smash Brothers to ever come out. I, I, I think don't, the next one will have all these characters and more. I think the move is to it. make it forwards compatible or backwards compatible. Like uh, your your DLC carries over from game to game. And you just keep adding to the massive roster. You make it sort of like a Guitar Hero or a Rock Band where... Songs you bought on Rock Band One could travel all the way up to Rock Band Four, uh, but then think, you don't make that money. Yeah, you don't, you don't you sell do, the though, next because, game for sixty dollars. Yeah, no, no, you decade. sell the new game for sixty dollars, and then you get the new people who didn't buy the old game because it's been out for so long. Like, oh, there's a new one, and then you get people to residually go back and buy old DLC that is kind of stagnating. Um, like Rock Band put out songs for years after that game was dead. Yeah, but you can't sell a new Smash Brothers game if you do that. You know? Well, you have to make something different about it. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't played enough Smash to, to tell you what would be different about it, but they'd have to release something new. You know, something game changing, some more multiplayer. I don't know. Make it more tournament focused because uh, people love that Smash tournament stuff. Retune it. I don't know. Yeah. I hate, I hate the Smash competitive scene. It's probably not going to happen. No, not on the Switch hey. anyway. I like that yeah. idea, Michael. I wish they would, but um, yeah, I think no, they thrive off of like making. The I next like the idea con- of the DLC. Era. I like the idea of DLC as like a platform that lives across multiple games in the same franchise. I agree because this, this game has every character that's ever been in Smash, so there's no reason why yep. they couldn't just build off of this one forever. You know, right? That is also true. But oh, hey, well, we'll see. That's all my news. Boys. That's it. Okay. Well, um, I only have a couple, um, so we'll get through it pretty quickly. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen uh, that uh, Seinfeld is on uh, is on Netflix. Sure. Trending. Yes. So, do do you know why it's trending? <laughs> Other than that, it's on there and it's kind of a big deal. No, I thought they was just added recently. Right? It was. It, it was just added recently because it was on uh, Hulu, I think, for the longest time. Um, right. And they lost friends. They did. Uh, which I to me is a better game. Seinfeld's better show, um, but they're all bad. Oh, that's not that doesn't work out. Okay, so um, I just posted a picture into the uh, into our group chat here. So the big controversy with Seinfeld on Netflix is they re uh, there's a, uh, a it's a remaster of the show. They took the original negative, they cleaned it up. This is the best best the show has ever looked. So the screenshot I just sent you is from the original Seinfeld called episode called the pothole or this giant Blurry. pothole in the road right either way that's the that's the screenshot right there's a george is pointing at a pothole so that's in four three they have changed the aspect ratio to 16 by nine and you can no longer see the pothole 
And there's other gimmicks like this that don't work. So, uh, so Why does the, everyone try this? Gosh, it's never like, worked it, out. It doesn't work for The Simpsons. Just in The Simpsons, they went back and redid it. They put it yeah. back in. They put it back to square. And That's wild, dude. like, <laughs> there's very few stark examples just like that. But like, uh, I am sure that they will fix this. But, but it um, looks good, though. It does. It looks so good. That's the thing. Is aside from the aspect ratio, the show looks fantastic. Um, this is the best Seinfeld has ever looked. This is the way to watch Seinfeld. I would say even watch it in four three. Who cares? Um, the jokes are still funny. There's very few visual only gags in Seinfeld, um, and you can get it by context. But anyway, there's that. Um, well, so well. my my Friday, I have no wrestling news this week. Um, surprisingly, um, so. The Friday the 13th news I have is there's been, as you probably both of you don't know, there's been a long time legal battle between Sean Cunningham, the producer of Friday the 13th, uh, and Victor Miller, the screenwriter for the first one, um, for ownership of the franchise, which is part of what happened with the, uh, the video game is that they lost the rights to the music halfway through. Uh, and so they had to like cut it out and they put it, they, they lost it because they were, because the different, uh, Fridays have different scores. So they could only use scores from a couple of the different Fridays, but not all of them because of who owned it. And it was just a big mess. That's also why you haven't seen a Jason movie in a while. Um, is because this has all been a problem. Um, and so that's also why Ilphonic has stopped working on the game because it's like, well, it's not worth the headache of dealing with these two um entities that are in arbitration well the good side won victor miller the writer won um we don't like sean cunningham uh he is he has been blocking friday the 13th projects from being made um for a long time i i guess because he doesn't like money i really don't get it i don't i'm sure he has some sort of a reason but um is he like protecting the sanctity of? No, oh, yeah, I'm sure the franchise. But, but either way, um, Victor Miller won. Uh, finally, it got settled uh, that he does indeed own and have full rights to the North American uh, Friday the Thirteenth property. So that's great news for horror fans. Um, get ready to see Jason back doing stuff. I mean, in a couple of years, once they can start filming stuff and release it. But um, there is that, and then really everything else I have is trailers. Um, except one is like an announcement. So uh, this, mo- so every month, Vinegar Syndrome. You've heard me talk about them before. They are a uh, big uh, movie boutique Blu-ray label. Um, they don't produce movies. Well, they just started to, but they typically don't produce movies. They release movies, restore them, make them look good, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They have um, every month. They have a new slate of movies that come out. Probably usually about four or five. But they also have these things called partner labels, where they release, you know, partnered with other studios who produce movies. Um, and release their films on Blu-ray. So there's two notable announcements for the month of October uh, for me to to note anyway. One is The Last Matinee, which I talked about last week, which is that uh, Uruguayan uh, horror movie that was really, really awesome. Um, That's going to be coming into uh, a nice 4K edition, which I pre-ordered with a really nice slipcover. Actually, I I lied. It's not 4K. Um, But there's a bunch of... Uh, special features and this is the first time it will be released on blu-ray in north america it's only 25 bucks um, um only 2,000 units are made of the limited edition slipcover on this one so uh hurry up and get that pre-order in um and but the, the cool the coolest one is in 4k 
which their partnership with their partnership with some gunpowder and sky uh, they're releasing summer of 84 i don't remember if i've ever shown y'all the trailer for this i did this week um it came out i want to say two years ago or so um it's uh sorry it came out 2018 it's a very stranger things inspired movie it's coming um let's see to to 4k uh ultra hd blu-ray uh next month but the pre-order is up right now um did y'all check out the trailer for this one summer of 84 yes i love this movie this movie is fantastic and it has a really great looking um slip case that is again um this one's this one's limited to three thousand, so you get a little bit more uh wiggle room with which to uh to order your to order your copy but um i would 100 uh get this one i sent the the cover to the to the chat there uh so go 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 pre-order this movie if you still want to get the physical experience on some of these things uh this movie is really a lot of fun um and vinegar syndrome is the best uh second maybe only to criterion in terms of attention to detail when with restoration uh their movie they, they really care and it shows there's also some good announcements of some other things like um, the death of Nintendo, which is a movie I really want to see from their altered innocence, altered innocence line. That one looks really good. But anyway, uh, go get those two movies this month for sure. Okay. Then we have three trailers uh, and that's it. Uh, just beyond the, R- the new RL Stein adaptation is coming to Disney plus. So we just had fear street, the RL Stein on Netflix. So f- uh, from the more family focused side, we're going to have Disney plus, just beyond, which is a relatively recent graphic novel. It uh, is. And I, that I liked, I read that and I liked it. Um, there was also a free comic book. Day book. There was, there was to, to hype up the, the show. I'm sure. Um, coming out October 13th. And I thought this trailer looked all right for, you know, a young adult, you know, horror pro- or, you know, horror adjacent property. What did y'all think? I thought it looked really good. Um, but it looks, you know, very sanitized because it's for oh, kids. You of know? course. But um, looks like Hocus Pocus type of a. Yeah, it looks as good as a kid's horror thing can look. I think I like McKenna Grace, the actress. She's from Sabrina, Captain Marvel, stuff like that. Um, There's not enough good kids horror these days. Like I remember when I was younger, there was a lot more kid focused horror stuff that is like PG and. You know, spooky, yeah. spooky esque, but not like scary. That's this true. They kind perfect. of abandoned that, I feel like, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't I think we're gonna get the surprise like, oh, it's actually dark. Like, we oh no, no way, it's Fear, Disney Fear Plus. Right. Yeah, so yeah, uh, it still looks good to me. I think it looks. I like the atmosphere. I agree. Um, I think it looks a lot like a lot of fun. I actually didn't even know this was coming out. Um, but then there is also we got the final trailer for Chucky uh, coming to Hulu. Ooh. I believe it's Hulu. Yeah, it's Hulu. Um, coming to Hulu later this month um what did y'all think of this one i'm all in on chucky me too i am all in and i i don't like child's play actually as a franchise um not what i was expecting really okay no i'm in i i i've always thought chucky was kind of lame um but i think honestly the later the franchises have gotten and the more silly chucky has gotten that leans into it more I like it better that way because the the first couple are serious. Like they're scared of this doll and they treat the doll as as like a giant threat, you know, as you should be bro. Come on. It's a doll. 
<laughs> uh, so this comes out um, on USA and Sci-Fi on October 12th. Um, and it is um, leather boots being developed by Don Mancini, the creator of uh, Child's Play. So, and it has Brad Dourif uh, back in the role of voicing Chucky. Uh, this trailer is great. I love and it. Tiffany, no one is. Did any of y'all watch the last movie that came out? The oh, the, the the Aubrey Plaza one. I did not. No. Was she in that movie? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know. This looks. Like dumb fun to me. Yeah, exactly. I just want to watch the clip that me and Dylan share every once in a while on Facebook. Yeah, that's all I want to watch. It's good. I didn't expect Tiffany to be back in this show. Like that was Jennifer Tilly. Yes, I know. Um, I'm into it. Sign me up. I I think that's great. Is that who Um, voiced? Or I don't know. I don't know if she actually did the voice, but I I remember just Tiffany was Jennifer Tilly. Whoa, what is going on? Um, so sorry if my uh, my video was playing there. Um, but anyway, my last trailer is something that I didn't know was coming out, and a property I didn't know was being remade, and honestly had frankly forgotten about. Um, Slumber Party Massacre is getting a new movie remake. In oh, is this a okay? It's a remake. Okay. Uh, twenty twenty one, uh, coming out October something on Sci Fi. And I'm assuming y'all, since by ju- judging by Ron's reaction, never seen the original Slumber Party Massacre. I've seen clips of it and I know of it. It's a cult classic. I love Slumber Party Massacre. Um, it's, you know, stupid gore fest, you know, horror, cheesy nudity type of a thing. This is coming out October 16th on Sci-Fi, And the trailer hit all the notes I wanted it to hit. Um, what do y'all think about this one? I thought it looks decent. I'll watch it, but it did seem a little bit like, like when there's a really like formative movie, and then a bunch of movies play off Copy of it. it. And, yes. Yeah, and then the that formative movie tries to come back, and it's like, oh, we've seen that. Movie? You know. Sure. It seems a little stale. That's all I mean. I get, I know. No, I I completely get that. It seems to like no it's fault a movie of the movie. It's a. It seems like it came out already. You know, like yeah. You know what I mean? Like it seems like it could have already been out, and I'm just now discovering it, even though it is brand new. Um, it doesn't feel new or revolutionary in like a different way, you know? Right. I think this one's more self-aware, although the other one was pretty cheesy. Um, but they're definitely leaning into the giant drill bit. No pun intended. Um, here, I love some party massacre. There's actually three of them. I've only seen the the first one and the second one. Um, but anyway, think it'll improve on it. Like, I mean, what's I feel like this is, this is a little bit controversial, but I feel like that Black Christmas movie was an improvement. It was absolutely not. I, I like the new I one. I have, better. I have very strong opinions about Black Christmas. The new I, one's better. You can, you can stop right the new now. No one has something to say, and it's a good for her film. <sighs> um, wait, there's, there's two. There's two movies that are called Black Christmas, and I think we might be talking about the wrong ones. Which, We're talking about the Blumhouse one that came out a couple years ago. 2019. Okay. Yeah. That's different. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't see that one. I'm talking about the one from 2006, which you is also a remake. Uh, I don't think so. Did I? With the I sorority and the evil I, fraternity brothers? Yeah, I know me and Dylan went. Okay, so Black sure. Christmas. So I'll tell you the plot of the first Black Christmas, and you tell me if this is it. It is a sorority. Uh, I mean, it's all the Russell sororities. 
Uh, it's a sorority being haunted or being uh, stalked by this one dude who is crazy. Well, it's, it's not really a sorority. It's one lady in the sorority being stalked by this one dude who broke out of the, the mental institution. Did I see that's the Christmas? same? That's the one that this is uh, a remake of. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. But it's very different. So this is the second remake. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, that one was good. I do remember seeing this movie. Um, I forgot that I saw it. I I'm just so hung up on hating the 2006 remake. Um, the the 1970 something, whenever that movie came out, uh, 1974, um, is fantastic. Um, very very good, very foundational, uh, horror film. Um, if you've never seen that, I'll give you the 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 good factoid about 1974's Black Christmas. It was directed by Bob Clark. Who, if that's a name you know, you know he directed another very popular Christmas movie called A Christmas Story. Very similar. Uh, yeah, he so he directed two very different Christmas movies. Um, so go check out the nineteen ninety seven Black Christmas. Is no release Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah, right. That wouldn't that be interesting if that was the gimmick? He just his gimmick. Yeah, that would be real good. Let's just keep it going. Just keep doing Christmas movies. I actually don't know what else he did. Um, I mean, he, I mean, once you did Christmas story, that's it. You're good. Just retire off of that. Um, but anyway, so I'm looking forward to Slumber Party Massacre. I think it will be fun. I don't think it's going to be good or worth anything, really. But I think, right? It does look like no, no, it doesn't. Sh- Shutter originals all kind of look the same. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they all kind of have like the same sort of color palette. And this is on sci-fi. Oh, I forgot a thing I watched. What'd you watch? Yeah, can I, I do know a, exactly. Can I do it very quickly? Yeah, what'd you it watch? It was um, Black as Night, the first uh, Blumhouse, Welcome to the Blumhouse Amazon Oh, how was movie. it? It was not good. It was bad. Okay. I'm sorry. Black as it Night, looked, which one's, oh, that's very, the, the vampire one or yeah, whatever? Yeah, it was very, it seemed very like amateur, like student film kind mm. of thing. There okay. were good moments of it, but it was really boring and, and okay. no, no good at bad. all. I'm, but I'm looking forward to Bingo Hell. I was like, Bingo Hell is the one I'm holding out hope for being good. It's out now. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see if I have time. <laughs> but it, Black as Night was very uh, not Blumhouse. Very one of the ones that you would miss on Shutter. Okay. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I, I mean, I, I guess I'll skip it. Like, I mean, I'll take your word for it, honestly. Like, because. I don't have that kind don't of time to waste don't on a bad Don't add it movie. to your mile-long list, you know? Yeah. No, definitely not. But anyway, I guess that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, y'all. Go see Lamb with us. Bye. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>